Warning, the following audio transmission is based on theory and is intended for entertainment purposes only. It's Doomsday and its affiliates will not be held liable for anything your dumbass does. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome everybody to It's Doomsday Podcast. Today is July 17th, 2022. Time is 7.02 p.m. And joining me as always is Big Daddy Prep. What's up, Al? Hey, man. How you doing? Uh, crazy, crazy week, you know. Crazy week. It's, uh, it's even going to be crazier this next coming week. We got a 100 plus degree temperature coming to Arkansas here for the next like eight days. So yeah, uh, we thought it was hot before, but it's really going to get hot now, so... I'll be better. I've been better. <laughs> are you guys uh, Are you guys getting rain there right now? Actually, we've had no rain for like six weeks where I live at till today, and we got a sprinkle. And when I say a sprinkle, I mean a sprinkle, and that's it. And uh, nothing. Nothing in six weeks here. Gotcha. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of people talk about uh, Arkansas is uh, not getting rainfall like they should. South Arkansas has got a lot more. But uh, and Missouri's got some, but we're caught in a situation where we're not getting it. I got we're just you. not getting understand. it. So, guys, uh, before we get into tonight's show, I uh, just wanted to say a few things. Number one, don't forget to give me an Al a follow on TikTok. I'm at its Doomsday Podcast 2.0. I was on there at big underscore daddy underscore prep. You can find us both on Clapper as well. The email for the show, it's Doomsday Podcast at gmail.com. And, guys, Use the use the discount code for ReadyWise. I put it in every show. Start using it, right? Numbers are down. Start using that. Use it. Use it. Use it. Use it. Um, two other things, guys. You know, uh, September we're going to be at Prepper Camp. That's happening. I'm going to be there, and then Prep st- Stock is still happening in October. So get your tickets for that at PrepStock.info. Anyway, so Al, let's set the stage for this a little bit. You're in your car. An EMP hits. It breaks down. It's the middle of the night. What's the first thing you reach for? Let me get my to-go home bag, my get-home bag, my bag to get me back to where I need to be, back to my base of operations, which is not your bug-out bag. It's not your everyday carry bag. They do reflect each other somewhat, but they are different. There are a lot of things you have to look out for with your uh, get-home bag. I mean, is uh, working in law enforcement and being a prepper, I feel like I have a bag for everything at this point. <laughs> like, There's like... yep. I've, I've got my go-to-work bag. i got the get-home bag. There's just all these bags that serve these different purposes. I even have a bag. If I'm going for a walk outside in the woods, I've got, like, a bag in there for for like to identify foraging things. But this bag that we're talking about, guys, this is the specific bag. If you break down in your vehicle, if an EMP hits, if the shit hits the fan when you're not home, do you have, do you have what you need to get home, basically? And that's what this bag is all about. Absolutely. Um, so, and this is gonna this is gonna reflect a little bit differently from your typical emergency vehicle kit that you would have. Although some of the things are gonna be the same in here and out. I got a list here. I'd love to run through on this. 
I do too. I got I got a list as long as both my arms. Yep, go right ahead on. <laughs> so uh, one book that I'm always recommending to people is the Prepper's Pantry Handbook. This is made by Skyhorse Publishing. You can find this book at Tractor Supply, and you could also find it online. But they have an, emer an emergency car kit in here, um, and they have some good items just for you guys to think about. And this isn't necessarily an apocalyptic thing. This is just, oh shit, something happened. So... Uh, they recommend a three-day supply of food uh, with items containing protein, such as nuts and energy bars, three-day supply of water, emergency blankets, warm clothes, clothes, gloves, hats, sturdy boots, jacket, and other extra uh, changes of clothes, flashlights and extra batteries, jumper cables, cell phone chargers, an LED headlamp, a first aid kit and necessary medications, an AM, FM radio, cat litter, or sand for better tire traction, shovel and ice scraper basic car tools including jack lug wrench tow chain and spare parts flares and having cash so that's what they throw out here in this now this isn't like your get home bag but just since we're talking about vehicle stuff a little bit i figured we'd throw it out there out what do you got for the list okay now i did a compilation of several different um people's opinions along with my opinion one thing, and the number one thing I'm going to say to put on mine is, for my get-home bag, is a little different than theirs. Number one is my firearm, my Second Amendment tool, my pew-pew, uh, however you want to put it. That's number one on mine. Now, they did not list that down there on any of them because simply they're trying to be careful. They're trying to be politically correct. I am not politically correct. I am a male, okay? So, number one, I say my firearm. Because that is that is a part of my get home kit. But after that, let me name off the rest of the things that I compiled this list of having. Water filtration, a water bottle, a folding knife, a hat or a cap to cover your head with, a compact flashlight, maps, a small first aid kit, bandana, a, respirator, a respirator or a mask, duct tape, a tarp or a poncho or both, a light lightweight food, so basically survival food for three days, as you would say, three days, I, they didn't specify Specify the length of time, but I, I say three days worth. Gloves, that could be latex gloves, that could be also work gloves, both included with that. Cash, cash is king, let's never forget that. A multi-tool, lighters, an emergency blanket, pepper spray, which I, I don't know if I agree or disagree with that one. We'll get back to that one later on. But glasses, sunglasses, paracord, socks, an extra shirt, radio, whistle, hygiene kit. Now that's up to you. What do you would call hygiene kit? A toothbrush, bar soap, whatever it might be. Sunscreen, a compass, a signal mirror, insect repellent, extra batteries, a waterproof matches, respiratory mask. We, I guess I got that in there twice, but we'll best basically like a, I call them an N95 type of mask. A uh, power bank that could be an external power bank for your your phone or your uh, iPad, whatever you might have. Toilet paper, a headlamp, mosquito netting, a uh, small set of binoculars, four-way sill-lock key for water. Uh, when you come up to a building, you can get that. Get your water out of out of a uh, line that might be in a building. Uh, paper and pencil, very very key there. Communication device, a hatchet, chainsaw for some. 
okay pry bar uh, fixed blade knife collapsible cup ziploc bags drink mix or something that you can mix with it because we all know water tastes crappy when it's hot tin full zip ties scissors hand sterilizer flares trash bags umbrella and there are numerous other things i compilated that list because some of these things you might like and i don't care for some things i might like and you may not care for so these are the items I'm talking about here to get you home. And you say, why do, why do you need all these things to get you home? You may not. Some of these items actually can serve several purposes, like the mirror. The mirror could be a single a signal mirror. You could also break a mirror and use it for a, for a, a cutting instrument. All these things intertwine with each other. So, yes, this is sort of like your bug out bag, but it isn't. Because all these things serve a need to get you back home again. I got to take a breath after that. <laughs> yeah, take a breath. So uh, Al has a lot of items on that list. Uh, I got some some ones I'm going to reference too. But so just when I know how Al said this is circumstantial. Okay, so the chainsaw thing, this is very yep. circumstantial. Say that you're on a back road and a tree falls across it and this is the way home. You're not going to want to abandon your vehicle because a tree fell. If you have the capability of cutting out of the way and getting home, that's just what you do. And if you're in an area that's plagued with hurricanes or tornadoes or, you know, heavy wind, heavy winded storms, you might find a need for that, you know. Hey, preppers, do you want 10% off survival food? Go to www.readywise.com and use code DOOM10 at checkout for 10% off all your survival food needs. Again, that's code DOOM10 at checkout at readywise.com. D-O-O-M-10 for 10% off at readywise.com. If you're somebody living in Washington, you might need that in the the middle of the woods where you'd have to cut a tree out. But if you're in the middle of New York City, the chances are you wouldn't need it. So you're right. Every one of these items is situational, if you would say it that way, situational. Right. And so I got a list here. And guys, mind you, these are all... It's all based on your needs to get home. Um, so this is from uh, www.survivalhacks.com. Guys, go on here. It's a great website to check out. They have all these different um, how-to guides on how to build packs, etc. But they have a checklist on here of 19 items. And, I mean, these are very, very practical, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, water supply, water bottle, uh, water purification, extra clothing, gloves a mask footwear attack bivy uh emergency sleeping bag as a shelter right uh a lighter or some way of making fire um a stove like a little camp stove cook stove if possible if you need to boil water cook whatever binoculars as in a vision aid um a vision aid for night if possible if you guys can afford to throw in night vision that's fine if not have a freaking flashlight in there that's okay right a multi-tool duct tape, paracord, first aid kit, something self-defense related. I opt for my Glock 22. <laughs> yep, I, I go, opt for my Sig 9mm every there time. There you go. <laughs> every time. So, um, radio as a communication tool, uh, a whistle signaling mirror, flare for, as communication tools. And then they also list in here GPS or topographical maps to use as a navigation tool. Now, these these are the standard items that you should have in the list this is a base but you need to build these bags to fit your needs i know when i go when i go uh to our businesses every day i know it's not that 
hard for me to get back. If I had to do it on foot, it's not gonna take me three days. I don't need food supplements. I don't need water purification. Having a bottle of water too would be nice just in case I gotta you know, go the long way through the woods, this, that, the other. Um, but I, like for me specifically, I don't need much in my bag. My biggest thing I would need would be something for communication and defense is I'd have a radio to communicate with the people I'm leaving behind and, and to communicate with where I'm going, right? Right. And then I'd have a weapon along the way in case something happened, along with a first aid kit with a tourniquet in there in case I get shot, I get stabbed, or, or anything happens. Right. right. So the, you got to build these bags specifically. Now, when I was working further from home and I had, while well, I was stuck on highways, this, that, the other, that bag that I had built that I took with me every day was a little bit different. There was extra ammo in there. Of course, there was things like paracord, first aid items, this, that, the other. But I would also keep extra meds in there, right? The last thing you want to do is be stuck out in the heat walking forever and realize, oh, shit, now I have a migraine. This is really going to fuck my day up. This is going to screw Absolutely. up the way I'm thinking. So, you know, just other random things like that will end up in these bags. I mean, but defense, I mean, if you're talking any situation, if you're talking the EMP, you're talking a natural disaster, people get shitty real quick. I think defenses need to be at the top of these lists, at the very top. Absolutely. These lists that I compilated together to make what I did, understand, folks, I'm not carrying every one of these things with me. I'm giving you ideas that you might want to have. Just like this, these lists compilated together all talked about paracord. Paracord's great. I have no problem with paracord. I personally would never think of building a bag without rope. I mean, just regular good old nylon rope or any kind of rope, but a rope, at least one in my bag, and always have two ratchet straps in my bag, no matter what. Now, it didn't, it didn't say that anywhere in any of the other lists and the compilations that I put together. But this is me thinking. This is me 40 years of basically being a prepper from the ground up, figured out the things I have to have. Um, when it says food, I think, uh, yeah, I want some energy bars that are dry that aren't going to go bad anytime soon, and a day or so's worth of food. But understand, I travel a long ways away from the home where you don't travel as far away from your house. I travel anywhere from 10 miles to 150 miles, 200 miles away from my house. So I have no idea how far I'm going to be going. I could actually go like I did two weeks ago, coming home, riding with someone who did not know what they were doing, was not paying attention, and what did they do? They blow out a tire with no tire, no jack, no nothing. I'm stuck alongside the road. I don't know if I'm going to be there at nighttime or not. So it got my mind and my juices and my brain thinking, I don't have any road flares with me. I don't have uh, any uh, um, flashing LEDs to let somebody know where I'm at. Even though I was on a marked road, I didn't have it. So as I built my bag, I go, oh, hold on a minute. Nobody would have seen me. I need something to flash. So the first thing I did was go check the discount section at Tractor Supply. I found two of those LED flashing lights. Now I've covered the flare flashing light distress signal problem I had. You have to change these things to fit your situation, who you are, the situation that you're in. I didn't realize in the past that I was remiss and not having any way to let someone know where I was at. I didn't think about it. But that day I got to thinking about it. this is what you're going to have to do. So you're going to build your bag and then build upon it. As you see something someone else has, you go, I saw well at work the other day. had a little camp stove, a little small stove where you could boil water. It was just a little tiny thing. goes in about the size of a Coke can. I got to have one of those. I got to have one this week for my stuff, for my, my bag like this. This is where you have to refine your things, folks. I didn't mean to take all your time there, Jester, but I, I, I mean refinement of what you do. You have to refine this over time. 
Oh, no, you're good, Al. And, I mean, I, I couldn't agree more with all the things you're saying. And, like, what Al said, a situation where the tire blew out, stuck on the side of the road, getting dark. A lot of the times you don't realize what you need for an emergency circumstance until you do not have it. And then right. you're like, shit, if I only had this, it would make it so much easier. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, it's huge. I mean, a small toolkit. I would actually tell you if you're getting home, a get-home kit actually involves a very small toolkit. Maybe just a basic multi-screwdriver, uh, a few wrenches, uh, maybe some wire clip or something like that. Maybe you just need to repair your vehicle and you could get back to your home base, but you don't have any tools. So these are things you have to think about, folks. I mean, I, I, I don't want you to think that we just all of a sudden, Jester and I just popped open one day. We just do everything that you needed to do all these things, but that is not true. This comes from years of spending time and seeing other people's mistakes and making mistakes of your own. And where I might not need a chainsaw, there may not be anything down in my way. You take a guy that's in the middle of the country, that could be a very, very real possibility that he needs to have one. Uh, so, pry bar, you know. Just random thought here, guys. And I'm always, when we talk about bags, I'm always yapping waterproof, waterproof, waterproof all the time. I had a situation happen to me, uh, I, I want to say it was about 12 years ago now, maybe 13 years ago. Uh, we did a lot of off-road when we were younger, right? And uh, there was this one trail where we, you asked, you had to cross the river in this one trail. Well, Absolutely. we went through there one night, it was high water. Uh, it, was, it was January, February, something like that. And it actually washed the truck off the truck off the road. And we ended up we ended up in a pretty deep part of the river, river, and the truck sank, and we had to get out of it. Right? Yep. Now, no, had no bag, had nothing waterproof, nothing. It was about thirty degrees outside, and it was about a three and a half hour walk to get home from where we were. All right. So, if I would have had a bag that had dry clothes in it, maybe maybe extra footwear that were dry. Um, maybe if I, my, maybe if I had like a backup device in there, a radio, something, um, cause this is what happened. Our phones got wet. They quit working instantly. Right. Yep. Um, our, our clothes we were wearing basically became ice cubes. They froze solid while we were walking in them. All right. One of my buddies, uh, my one buddy that was with me just got out of the Marine Corps, like just got out. And I'll tell you what, the whole time we're walking back, I got I just keep telling him, like, dude, I need I want to stop. I need to sit down for a minute. And he's like, dude, we gotta keep pushing because if you stop, you're gonna go to sleep and you're not gonna wake back up. Like, let's push, push, push. So in that instance, just going back and looking at that, that's a particular situation. I keep thinking in my head, man, there are so many little individual items I could have had with us that could have made that situation so much easier, so much better. I mean, ju just anything. Could have made it better and i mean little little dumb things you're not going to think about if you end up in that water situation um you know number one your phone's probably going to be shot number two you're going to want something dry having a towel in there to dry off a little bit's great having a radio in a waterproof bag it, i mean a cb a handheld two ways something that that maybe could allow you to grab signal and and communicate with someone when your phone's damaged right we didn't Absolutely. even have flashlights. We're walking down the side of the road in the middle of the night in the dark. I mean, we didn't even have flashlights. Having a flashlight in that bag would have made a huge difference. I mean, so many little individual things, you know, make a big, big impact difference. So, 
it's really hard to say what you're going to need till you're in that particular circumstance, but it's better to over have than under have. And just if you're going to build one of these bags, water and rain are a factor. If you're in your vehicle, you're not in a shelter, you're going to be in the elements. If you're building one of these things, do it with a dry bag. Do it with a waterproof bag. 100% for certain, do it in something that's not going to get wet. If those food rations get wet, if those meds get wet, if whatever fire starters you have get wet, any of that shit gets wet, it's all going to be useless to you. What about this, Jester? Items that have multiple uses. This is where preppers and homesteaders and people like us excel. We think of an item that we use for one thing that we can use for something else. Sure, I said it's hand sanitizer. Sure, I did. It can sanitize your hands. It also could start a fire. It also could clean a wound. It could do a myriad of different things. A mirror. A mirror can signal someone, but you can also break a mirror and use it like almost like a scalpel or a knife. Jagged mirror is very, very sharp. You know, there's there's lots of items. Uh, sure, a lighter comes in handy, but what if the lighter doesn't work? You have matches. Waterproof matches are great. You can use waterproof matches for a, a lot of different things. Glasses. You can actually use your glasses to start a fire with, like a magnifying glass. Um, extra clothing. You don't think extra clothing comes in handy, but it absolutely will. What if you need to build a wick? What if you need to build something for a... Um, Maybe a torch. Maybe you need dry socks, okay? You use a dry sock. Maybe you have to use that sock or that shirt material to actually run some water through. You, maybe you have a live straw or maybe you have a, uh, a uh, some kind of a filter device for water. Maybe you need to use that t-shirt material to filter through particulates out of the tube before you boil some water. One thing it didn't have in here was actually a uh, metal container to be able to boil water with because, yeah, you may just break down alongside the road. There might be a lot of people around. You could break down in the middle of nowhere and have no one around. Now, that may sound like we're covering all the bases for something bad to happen that's never going to happen to you because I live in the middle of the city. Okay. This is where you have to tweak these plans, tweak these bags to what you need. But us, don't be so crazy as to think that you can't get caught somewhere where you may have to boil some water or you may have to purify some water. Because when you do, that's when you start kind of Xing out your ability to be able to survive. Nobody thinks they're going to be caught in a situation where they might have to do that. But what if you get kidnapped? What if something happens and you got kidnapped, you got sidetracked, you got something happened to you very, very bad? Using items that you can use for multiple uses might come in handy to save your life. You have no idea. Um, it's just, I think of items that you have multiple uses for them. What if you could use something on here to save your life? Maybe you could use it for a weapon. Maybe you could use it for a handcuff key. Maybe you could use it for a way to be able to slip out of a rope or slip out of some handcuffs. Whatever it might be like that. You have to think ahead of the game, folks. You have to be thinking in, in, in realms that you don't normally think in because this is what this is for. This is to get back home again, back to your home base. Oh, a absolutely. And, I mean, guys, just something to think about, all right, is think about how far it is you work from your home, okay? Now, say, say you work, uh, I don't know, 20 miles from your house. That's about a four- to five-hour walk at a regular pace. Maybe maybe more if you're winded, if you're tired, doing this, that, the other. Think about what could go on in four hours. You could get hungry. You could get thirsty. If you're out in the sun, you could become dehydrated, right? Say yep. that you say you work an evening shift and you get off, you know, 7, 8 p.m. Well, you bet your ass it's going to be dark for most of that walk. So you're going to need a flashlight. You know, that that's why we're saying, you know, you need to critique these things to your individual needs. 
we don't think necessarily when we're traveling back and forth to work or, or you know, maybe going to a friend's house or a relative's house or going somewhere for the weekend. We don't ever sit there and do that drive and think, now, how long would this take me to go on foot? How heavy of a bag can I carry for five hours? You know, things like this. These are the things that everybody just ignores. Nobody's in that mindset. And it's it's me and Al's job to get you into that mindset. Absolutely. To get you into that mindset, to make you think outside of the box, to think, what is it that we're going to need? How could I easily survive the situation? What can I do to make it better? We've all we've all drove down the, the road and saw someone walking in the middle of the night. And I mean, it's it's kind of a 50 50 thing. Either they could be a druggie and they're they're just out of their minds walking down the side of the road or something bad could have happened. And now they're put in that position. Right. Absolutely. And if they if they would have been better prepared, they might not have had to do that walk. You know. I, I bought a I bought a knife yesterday. It was on clearance at, at a big box store. But anyway, I bought the knife, and as I was buying the knife, my wife said, "Oh, look, it's got a hard case. Oh, that's nice. Oh, it's got a ferro rod in it. Oh, I didn't even see that. That's a great idea." And I thought about it. It's right in the handle. Oh, this is great. I wasn't even thinking that was something that was already included. You know, like you can take a a Ziploc bag to keep everything dry that's in your pack. Ziploc bag could also be used to carry water with. It can keep something from getting wet. Um, multiple uses for the same item. I can't, everything's heavy. I can't explain to you and implore to you how much it is good to have items that, that fit these multiple uses. Um, when you get out someplace, you don't know. You could be walking home and all of a sudden you walk on a rattlesnake and you get bit by a rattlesnake. Nobody plans that, but it happens. You could be walking along and somebody could run you over. I've seen people get run over in the middle of the road. I mean, folks, there's. One situation that's bad can turn into another situation that's bad. What if you're walking home and you've got a five-mile walk and it starts to rain? A poncho or a tarp or something like that. One, it may keep you dry. And one, it might be something bigger, if, especially if it's an orange or type or it catches people's eyes, to actually tell somebody, hey, I need some help. So think outside the box. I mean, really, you have to. You have to think about what can I use this for? What's the multiple uses I can use it for? Could I use it for a signal device? Could I use it to gather something? Could I use it to lay on to keep myself from getting wet from the ground or, or cold from the ground? These are the things you just, you, you have to think about this. If you don't, well, you're going to be in a sad situation one day because every one of us somewhere in life ends up in a bad situation. I have done it multiple times, so I know everybody out there has ended up in a bad situation where they wish it had something. I wish I'd had this, or I wish I'd had that. Now's the time to think about it. You're not in that situation. Oh, no, absolutely, guys. And here's something. As you're building these bags, and I know this is kind of, I mean, this should just be common knowledge, but for some people it's not. As you're building these bags, do understand that the weight is very, it's, it's very taxing when walking long distances. And do understand that not every roadway is flat. You might have to leave the roadway. You might be finding yourself going up and down steep hills, going up and down through valleys. You don't realize how steep roads are until you're walking them. You don't, it, it's not something that registers in your brain um, that when you're driving, you know, you're driving up this hill, you just hit the gas and you go right up it. It's a lot different walking up it. Okay. Right. When you're building these bags, take them out, walk around with them, see if they're too heavy. Maybe you could reduce weight a little bit. Maybe you can do, you know, things a little bit differently. Maybe instead of having, instead of having a, uh, 
a, a heavy duty magnesium rod in there as a ferro rod to start fires with, maybe you just say, you know what, I'm going to skip that and just have a Bic lighter, right? Right. That's going to help reduce a little bit of weight. Maybe instead of having, you know, the big ass Bowie knife in there, because you're thinking, well, I could, I could tinder wood with this. I could use it as a weapon. I could do all these things. Maybe you do something simpler and you have yourself a nice little folding blade knife to utilize as a tool. And then you have a different knife uh, that's a fixed blade knife to use for something for defensive purposes, right. thus reducing some weight. So there's, there's multiple ways that you could build these bags in, in order to fit your needs. But I'm telling you, the weight is going to be taxing. And again, with the waterproof, the waterproofing side of this, everything gets heavier when it gets wet. Having the right. poncho to keep yourself dry, it's going to make a big difference in weight. Having a dry, having a bag that'll stay dry and it's not going to absorb water and, and weigh you down is also going to be a big deal. I mean, these are all, these are all key components. And I don't know how many people ever been out in a rainstorm when it's 40 degrees, but when that rain hits you, that shit's cold. And if you're on an open highway or if you're in an open area, when that wind starts blowing, that shit stings. I'm sure a lot of you guys out there have rode a motorcycle in the rain. It's not a great experience. <laughs> there are some things in these bags that just, for me, are not negotiable, like paper and pencil. Paper and pencil doesn't weigh that much. But here's the thing. You say paper and pencil or a paper and a pen. What do you mean? What was that important? Well, first of all, if something bad happens to you, you're hoping someone comes to where you happen to you at. But you may have to leave. You may have to walk to try to find safety. Maybe you can leave a note. Tell them, I'm going north. I am walking north. I'm going to try my chances at walking north. Maybe you stop someplace and you don't find anybody around. You find a campsite. Or maybe you see something. You need to make notes as you're going along. You know, Just something like that to make a note with or write on something or write down on the car if you, if you break down. Uh, left this position heading due north so-and-so time so-and-so date so they at least have an idea of what direction you're going from where you're at because it's 360 degrees around a vehicle they don't know which way you necessarily went you don't maybe necessarily follow the road these are important things just like uh, i mean these little lightweight blankets they have these little uh what are they what are they uh, emergency blankets i would never think of leaving without an emergency blanket You'd be surprised at how much they keep you warm. You know what I'm talking about, don't you, Jester? The little, uh, what are they, like Mylar blankets? Yeah, They're I got great it. to have. I, I would them, never yeah. think about leaving leaving without those. You know, things like that. Um, never would I ever think about leaving without something to make fire with, ever. Whether it be the lighter, matches, whatever. You, you need something to make fire with. So, you might can whittle some of these items out. But some of them are like bedrocks. Fire, water food shelter don't whittle out the wrong things for the wrong things okay for well i really need to take a two a six pack of beer with me because i might get there no no don't do that no think about water and water consumption okay beer consumption is not going to get you anywhere. water consumption is uh well i'm going to take cans of food no no not a good idea maybe you need to take some dry food some survival food no not a good option okay um paracord paracord's a great option but if you have enough weight and it's lightweight rope put some rope in there paracord is great but sometimes paracord does not is not a substitution for a rope so do that um some people say, well, hygiene kit. Maybe I don't, I don't need a hygiene kit. Okay. Well, I mean, you whittle out what you want to, but I know what's important to me. I like to have a fresh, clean mouth, especially if I'm going to be gone for a week or so, or if I'm going to be gone for a couple of days, or I'm going to be broke down someplace. 
sometimes psychologically things mean a lot more to you too the brain has a lot to do with your survival in situations so if it makes you feel better to have bright shining teeth put that toothbrush in that survival kit because that gives you the edge your your mental edge is better than if you're beat down and you feel bad about yourself i assure you your mental edge has way more to do with you than you think it does hey preppers do you want 10 percent off survival food Go to www.readywise.com and use code DOOM10 at checkout for 10% off all your survival food needs. Again, that's code DOOM10 at checkout at readywise.com, D-O-O-M-10 for 10% off at readywise.com. So, Al, I want to I wanna comment something on your, uh, on your pen and paper there. Uh, so... Being able to write down specifically what mile marker you broke down at on the highway. Yep. And knowing which direction, which lane of traffic you were in, if you were westbound, northbound, southbound, etc. There's a really, and I'm going to get a little bit dark here for a second. There's a lot of abductions and murders that happen along the highway. A ton, right? Absolutely. Serial killers stalk the highways. Okay. So say that say that all else fails nothing in your bag works but you were able to count the mile markers as you're going and then eventually they find your body they find your bag they find something they find your notes that might help an investigator locate your killer absolutely that might help them pinpoint exactly where you were at so a very very simple thing uh my car broke down this is what i suspect is wrong with it it broke down at mile marker 54 um, at 2.13 in the afternoon, I started to head westbound um, and just write down every mile marker that you completed because you got to think walking a mile for, for the average person like at a, at a regular walking pace takes a while, right? Maybe 20 minutes. So if you're, I mean, can you, every 20 minutes you stop and write down a mile marker, at least you know how far you've traveled. And you could say to my, you could say to yourself like, hey, I, I've been, I've been at this for, you know, five hours now, I've successfully made it this many miles. I need to pick up the pace because this is how long it's going to take me to get where I'm going. Or maybe I ought to hunker down because it's going to be dark soon. And I know I'm for sure not making it right. like it's you're not because I guarantee you when you leave that car and you're stressed out and you're pissed off that it broke down and you're now you're now walking, you're not going to remember what mile marker it was at. Nope. You know, not. so being able to take these notes and write it down is a very, very big deal. Or especially if you have somebody with you right being able to take notes with the person that's with you like if if you know god forbid something happens to them they have a heart attack this that the other you know me and me and james started walking down the highway at, at you know 30 minutes in he started complaining that he couldn't breathe another 10 minutes later he was complaining of chest pains then he fucking collapsed yep. you know just i know i know the pen and paper thing you know it's kind of it's kind of a difficult sell but when you really think about it it's one of the best things you could have in your arsenal Absolutely. And let's don't forget something. A lot of people don't know this, but three, three, three lights, three flashes, three fires, three sticks in a row. This is the international sign for distress. I need help. Do not forget that threes, dot, 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 three fires. That's the international sign for I need help. 
So if you're going to be looking for help, you're going to want to make all the noise or the visual effect or draw the eyes you possibly can. So if you're trying to get rescued, that red bandana, that orange tarp, that mirror that you have that might signal for help, three, one, two, three, that's the international sign for distress. Use that. That's why I'm saying some of these items are, are very important because you might need to signal for help. If you're going to break down, you want to get somebody to help you. You don't want to continue walking and or continue being stranded on the beach and nobody sees you. Whatever it might be the situation you're in. Don't forget threes and don't forget be as big, make as much noise and, and, and as much uh, movement. Contrary to the to the back of the uh, how, how can I say that I, to the backdrop of what you're you, where you're at. If you're if you're on a beach, you want to make a lot of smoke. You want to have three fires. You want to do something contrasting from the the natural effect of where you're at. I get I'm not really putting that in the right terms, but I think I think the listeners will pretty much figure out what I'm talking about. You want to contrast yourself from your surroundings. Oh no, Al, I know exactly what you mean. Um... I know that may be hard, but also, you know, one thing that I'd like to point out with this, too, is you're building these bags and you're thinking about these situations. Go back and listen to the gray man. Remember, these are situations that you're going to want to be gray under. So if you haven't listened to the gray man episode, go back and definitely listen to that one. So you know what me and I are talking about when we're saying this. But you don't want to be walking down the road abandoning your car like you're some sort of professional. You don't want to have. (laughs) Yeah. You don't want to be walking down the side of the highway looking like a badass so somebody thinks that there's a target. You want to remain gray in these situations, too. Right. It, 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 is, it is a thing. Um, it's very normal to see somebody walking down the side of the highway totally empty-handed when something goes wrong because people don't think ahead. But if you look like, man, you know, I'm, I'm a pro at this. Like, this is what I do. You may be become a target, and that might do you more harm than good. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to kind of feel the situation. You have to know the situation you're in. You absolutely have to. That's why we we say each one of these bags that you're building, each person should be different because everyone is different. I mean, you might have a medical condition that we don't have. Maybe you, maybe you have asthma. Maybe you don't breathe well. So part of your get-home bag and your survival bag is making sure you always have a rescue inhaler with you that's up-to-date and good at the time. Maybe you're a diabetic. So maybe in your vehicle or whatever you're doing, maybe you need to keep extra insulin with you. These are things that I don't have to do, per se, me, but maybe you have to. Some people have medical conditions where they have to take certain medications or they can't be in the sunlight. Some people, have, when they're in the sunlight and they take medications, they can't be in the direct sunlight. They have to have something on them or, you know, the sun is blinding to them or the sun does things to them being in the direct sunlight. So if you're going to be stranded someplace, you know the precautions that you need to take. So take that and adjust your bag and your get-home bag to that. Something I'd like to point out, too, for you guys, uh, I, I know that there's, and I know it's not everybody, but there's a lot of preppers out there that, you know, they're getting big into this, they're learning things, they, they learn a lot from our show, and they're, you know, I'd rather throw money at it, I'd rather throw money at it. Guys, there are a ton of uh, websites out there that sell get-home bags that are, that are pre-made, ready to go, they also sell emergency vehicle kits, I mean, these are 
these are things that are out there. And and I'll tell you what, guys, the, depending on the circumstance, having the vehicle emergency kit, the spare tire, the jack, being able to repair a damaged something that's damaged on the side of the road is going to be better for you than having to walk away from that vehicle. A lot of people have to walk away from their vehicle because it broke down, because they didn't have a spare, because they're not checking the air pressure in their spare tire, and guess what? It's flat. Spares can go flat. You want to check the air pressure, or maybe you're in one of these newer vehicles that, guess what? It doesn't come with a spare. We bought a Jeep. It has no spare tire. You know what it does have, though? An air compressor. Right. But if we get a hole in the tire, what good is that going to do us? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I agree with you. So, I mean, these are things like I I know in the Jeep, I have to have a can of fix-a-flat. I have to. I know I got the air pump there, but I got to figure out some way to seal the hole. Right? Absolutely. like all of these things are just, you know, I, I mean, I feel like we knocked out vehicle prep. We should, we need to do an episode on vehicle prep, but I feel like we definitely got you guys in the mindset of what you need in these get home bags. And again, once again, these are specific for your needs. I was talking to Texas prepper mom months and months ago where she was helping someone build a get home bag. And there was the potential that they would have to cross a river to get home. And the first thing that came in my mind was, you know, you're not going to have room for a boat in this bag. So how does one cross water? Make that bag waterproof. Have some rope. Have the things you need. If the current's bad and you could tie a rope to a rock and throw it across there and hook it onto something to help pull yourself through the stronger currents, things like that. Right? Right on. So just don't, you know, I mean... this is going to be circumstantial and a little bit different for everybody, but that's all I got. That's all I got for get home bags. Al, you got anything else you want to throw in there? One thing, when you're choosing the bag that you're going to do this with, understand you may change the bag that you're doing with as time goes on. You say, well, this is too constricting. I don't have pockets in it. It's not big enough. It's way too big. So pick a bag that you like that's comfortable for you but don't pick anything flashy please because nothing says i want to take you more than a bag that says get home survival bag everything that you ever need okay don't do that okay go low profile here go like a computer bag or a gym bag maybe an older one don't look high dollar and like you're just everything ready made just you got all your jazz together because criminals they say that go gotta be something in there worth stealing or they wouldn't be having it looking that good so adjust yourself to that understand when you look at it if it looks appealing to you it looks appealing to somebody else to take and all your hard work and all your preps that you've made are going to be their work and they're not going to have any hard work yet they're just going to snatch it from you and then you got to start all over again hopefully you won't have anything bad happen to you before you discover that it's gone i couldn't agree more al I I, great. I I actually <laughs> thought about that just a, a minute ago when you were talking to the gray man. Thinking like, yeah, I don't want it to look too good. Might need to kind of like make it look kind of real plain too. That'd be a good idea. But anyway, I hope this helped. I hope this show helped people to get in the mindset of having a get home bag. Oh, ab- absolutely, guys. I mean, definitely, if, if you have a bug-out bag, if you have an inch bag and you don't have one of these, this is definitely the next bag you need to have in your arsenal. Right. And one last thing I will say about these bags, okay? Do not forget, this is not just for you. This is also for the kiddos. It's also for passengers you may have in your vehicle, all right? Right. So it could be for your pet, too. if somebody with you all the time, 
Yeah, or, or your pet. There you go. So, you know, when you're building these bags, they may not just be for you. If you go hiking with your with your dog every weekend and you get stuck in a bad situation, you might need to throw some of those little bags of uh, canine food in there. Maybe it's not as much as you would normally would feed them, but it's something. I mean, do that or feed them your food, which may not be good for them and also cuts down on your calorie intake too. You may need all the calories you can get. Absolutely, guys. And on that note, guys, once again, the email, it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. If you're not following me and Al on TikTok and Clapper, be sure to do that at It's Doomsday Podcast 2.0 and at Big underscore Daddy underscore Prep. Al, we're about to get out of here, bud. You got anything else you want to throw in? Please be very careful this week in the heat, folks. If you're in the central part of the United States or in the southeast, anywhere as you're at, if it's extremely hot, please try to stay hydrated. Get cool. If you think you're hot, you're already too hot. And take care of yourself this week in the heat, please. action message. At approximately 1 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Nora is tracking 15 ICBM nuclear missiles inbound to the following cities. Orlando, Miami, Pittsburgh, Dover, Newark, Richland, Philadelphia, New York City, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, Seattle, Detroit. This is an extremely deadly situation. Stay tuned, the next emergency message will be a presidential address.